Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Well, Miss Carla, how are we doing today? Good, Alex. How are you? I'm doing good. It sounds like I'm warmer than you are up in Long Island, New York, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous, but it's it's getting there here. I'm I'm excited about about the summer. I'm over I'm over winter. As as you should be. <laughs> have you ever been down to South Carolina where we're where we're at? I have not. I, I need to make it down there though. You need um, you planning do. a trip, so hopefully soon. You need to do a, a Charleston if you've ever heard of Charleston. It's pretty like a pretty famous uh, East Coast uh, beach down here. Pretty special, pretty special for trip. Um, you know, with all the history, you know, and the beauty, it's pretty cool. You can take like a horse and carriage trip, and or like a little ride. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. <laughs> but um, yeah. Hey, the, the, thank you again for being on the show today, Carla. I'm really excited as I should be, because every guest I have, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm more intrigued and excited to have this conversation with you. For people who don't know, I'm going to give you a second here to introduce yourself. Um, disclaimer, you and I and um, Joe, um, we have a great relationship with your company, Cycle CPA. And on the Down to Business podcast, I was telling you this off air and you're, you're a listener as well, but we focus on how to um, talk about business, finance, and marketing. And we couldn't have hit better nail on the head with the finance piece today with what your company does. And hopefully our listeners, I think they're going to get a ton of value. We get feedback that finance is the one subject they really love to talk and hear us talk about. Because I think, you know, marketing is easier to understand. You can watch some YouTube videos or or marketing agency and kind of understand, yeah, I need to do this. And then obviously on the business side, a lot of people listening have been in business for a long time. But the finance, I feel like finance is one of those areas where there's this question mark that we all are, a lot of business owners roam around for years and years. And they're like, I really just listened to people that told me this. I didn't, I didn't really ever understand it. Or there's so much confusion in the tax code or what's bookkeeping. So I think it's going to be a great episode today. But Carla, yeah, just kind of introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself before we get going. Yeah, no, thanks. Uh, thanks, Alex. Thanks for having uh, me on. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm one of the co-founders and a CPA here at Cycle CPA. And we, we do anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. And the reason why we started this business is because I started off my career like a lot of accountants do at a local firm. Um, and we, you know, we worked on helping clients with their bookkeeping, but it was never done on time because right. um, we were more tax based. We were more focused on getting their tax returns finished. And so we never really had time to advise the clients on their monthly financials um, on on any terms or anything like that and give them that financial insight so that they can make their um, businesses grow or be more profitable, whatever mm -hmm. their goal is in a timely manner. It was all um, based on historical information, things that already had passed, um, not really uh, being proactive about mm. the situation. So that's why I really uh, wanted to focus in on the bookkeeping and the CFO and the advisory level of service so we can help our clients make better business decisions. So yeah, let's hop right into that, Carla. So what you, you know, and you've said it, but 
You guys are a virtual um, bookkeeping and CPA service uh, for mm-hmm. you focus on the green industry, um, but you you dabble into other services and trades um, as they you know kind of make sense. It's not your focus area, but where they make sense. But um, it's interesting because obviously this is sort of a new frontier, right? Like growing up, my parents owned a business for thirty five years, and they had an accountant they used for twenty of them. And she came, it was not virtual, no video. She came, she, she came monthly or quarterly, but what you're saying, and this is where I want our listeners and I'm, I'm actually pleading and imploring them to, uh, listen carefully to what you're saying. Cause I think your, what your business model is so unique is you're sort, you're not just doing it better. You're sort of changing the game a little bit because you're offering bookkeeping services and, uh, you know, CFO financial reporting, you know, the, the, the more accounting side as well. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit about off air. We were talking about uh, sort of your list of services hit, hit on those, but it's the, it's the reasoning that's important. Uh, so many people don't, so many business owners, um, that I talk to on a daily and, and, you know, monthly basis, I talked to dozens and dozens with podcasts and with consulting and stuff. They either understand one or the other. They, I understand bookkeeping and I got to keep my receipts and, you know, th- this goes to this code and all that stuff, or they understand how to get write-offs and depreciation. Very few of them understand how their financial circle works within their business because they don't understand both sides. So, you seem to be trying to fix that um, and be a solution to that. Can you talk a little bit about how, one, what made you think of doing that? Like what pain point did you see that gave you that idea? And then two, what that looks like with Cycle with the the things we talked about with categorization and whatnot. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, um, that, yeah, that's a good question there. So, um, when I worked at that local firm, I, I worked with a lot of landscapers, construction workers, and usually the issues that came up was job costing, mm. not knowing their financials and um, people that relied on looking at their checking account balance, but then at the end of the year were disappointed because their profit and loss didn't reflect the amount of profitability that they were thinking that mm. they were estimating for. Um, also a lot of cash flow issues. And because we weren't specialized at that firm, I couldn't really give them that financial insight. And so um, this is why I decided to specialize is because I really wanted to um, be able to give that financial insight ahead of time uh, before you're kind of surprised at the end of the year, looking at all of these things. And um, so with part of our monthly bookkeeping work consists of categorizing the transactions, reconciling the business bank accounts, reconciling loans that you may have um, because you want to post interest um, and then sending you your monthly financial statements, which consist of your profit and loss balance sheet and your cash flow statement. Mm. And the reason why you want monthly um, these financial reports is because you can pivot as you go. That's a great point. I want to come back to that. Keep going, but I want to come back to that. 
Yeah. So um, if you see that your overhead expenses are higher than what you're factoring in within your estimates, then you can make that pivot within the next few months and you can see how that's um, trending, right? Is Am I estimating, estimating getting more in line with what I'm seeing here in my financials? Um, and so that should translate into better uh, profit margins. Um, the balance sheet, for example, that shows you all of your trucks, machinery, furniture that you have, um, your cash, your ending cash balance, your equity within the business, that which you should be really interested in knowing mm-hmm. any business owner. And then your cash flow statement um, shows you where your money went. A lot of businesses say, hey, you know, it shows that I have a good profit, but I don't have that in my business bank account. Where did my money go? Mm-hmm. And so that's where your cash flow statement comes into play. Um, and so, you know, getting that those financials on a monthly basis is really going to make a difference within your company. And um, I know that, right, we any business owner may not be an expert at analyzing the financials. And so that's where we meet with our clients either monthly or quarterly. And what we do is we go over those financials during that time. Um, We measure different uh, key performance indicators. KPIs, love that. Yeah, exactly. So so you said something really... Sorry, I want to... I'm sorry, Carla. I want to hit on this before I, I I miss it. You said something so interesting that I think is a tangible takeaway. You said, we do this so that you can pivot accordingly. I feel like, you know, a lot of our listeners, please, you know, I I implore you here. When when your accountant or your bookkeeper, um, whoever you're using for this CPA service, tells you data, they're not telling you to yell at you. They're not telling you to say, how silly are you? Because I think that sometimes when... When you have an outside, sort uh, you know, firm or whatever you guys call it, service, sometimes it can feel like, well, you don't know my business, you don't know the day in and day out. You you know, it can kind of feel when you're a little bit judged because you're you're sad or you're um, embarrassed by what the the person's telling you. And I just wanted to make clear before we moved on that if you have a great bookkeeper or or CPA that you're working with. They're telling you this so that you don't do that again, so that you can make a change so it's not six months down the line. I'll give you a great example. Last year, when gas prices went up, I did not have in our contracts or our we call them service agreements, um, I did not have in there and I didn't feel, I, I should have gotten some advice on this, someone like you, um, for a gas surcharge. I did not have that in there. And gas, the gas prices last year, you know, rose a dollar last year. Now they're trying to rise another dollar this year. That eats, mm-hmm. ju- that eats right into our net profit. And we spend, you know, we use 3000 gallons of gas a month. You could do the math. That's like 30 grand, boom, gone. And straight out of our net profit. Right. And because I didn't have, I didn't have, you know, that gas surcharge or that person kind of telling, you know, I, I I should have had that advice um, from somebody. And so I have a great accountant um, on the tax side, but, um, you know, you guys have been giving me a lot of great insight to this stuff now um, through our conversations that I didn't think about that. Now this year I am thinking about it. So the pivot, I just wanted to hit on the pivot. I think that's so critical. Um, 
That's that's really that's really good. Can you keep talking about these these key uh, the KPIs, which stand for Key Performance Indicator? Um, yeah. Basically, all your stuff, all the services you do, lead to you know KPIs. Can you talk about what that means? That's probably a word a lot of people haven't heard. Um, I didn't probably even hear that term till a year ago through a, a business group I'm a part of. Yeah, can you just kind of hit hit on that? Yeah, yeah. So in order for us to calculate key performance indicators for your business, we need a solid accounting bookkeeping foundation for your business. And that's where the other items that I just went over come into play. And um, when we calculate key performance indicators, uh, for example, revenue per hour, um, you know, and this will, this indicator will uh, show if your field labor employees are being efficient if you're charging enough, right? Um, and and so we need to uh, track this for efficiency purposes and mm-hmm. so on. And, and it's important to track the trend of it because if you um, thought that you were, ask, so this happens a lot actually, um, we, we, we calculate this for our clients and let, let's just say we calculated um, $35 an hour. Mm-hmm. And then our client says, no, but I'm, I am charging $65 an hour in my estimates. And so there can be different things going on, but I think some of the top things are they're not recouping for all of their expenses that Mm. their business is actually incurring. Right. Or, um, and uh, they're not being as efficient with their field laborers because they don't have policies and procedures in place within um, the business. And it could be, that could be in any business, um, with the policies and procedures. Um, so that's interesting. That's interesting. So, so just to recap that before we keep moving on for people listening, because again, this is a lot of information that a lot of people probably haven't heard of, or if they have, it's, um, I've heard of that, but I didn't understand it. You know, I don't want to assume our listeners, but I think I know, um, I think I know because I talked to them a lot. Um, you said tracking. One one thing that we talk about, and we ver- we've always verbiaged it as um, shuffling money, where somebody feels like they're making money because they're taking that deposit of sixty five hundred and it goes in their bank, sure. but really that money was already um, allocated towards paying for the fuel they paid for yesterday. You know, it's recouping right. costs. So in their mind, they're making X amount of money, but that money's mm-hmm. already spoken for. Basically, is what I'm trying to get at. So you made an interesting point with that. So I just, um, yeah, you said track the trend. And I just want to want people to hear that just because the money, the the top line revenue says this doesn't mean Mm -hmm. the net revenue says that. Is that what you're saying, Carla? Exactly. Exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Sorry. Just, uh, just wanted to recap that. So keep, keep, keep going on the KPIs and the way you, you help your, your customers understand their numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one major one. And then we calculate different balance sheet KPIs. There's a a lot, but um, basically balance sheet, it's going to, uh, we're going to tell people things like, listen, you're taking on too much debt. We we need to put a pause on that until Mm. you're able to revenue, uh, generate more revenue. Or maybe um, it's time to buy more equipment and machinery so that your field laborers could be more efficient. We tell you things like that. Or um, we tell you things like your cash flow is actually you're doing good with your cash flow or 
cash flow is not looking too good. Mm-hmm. How can we um, match the revenues with the expenses as they come in? And for uh, the green industry businesses, we uh, what we do on the profit and loss side is we benchmark their financials. Benchmark. Um, Talk about that. Talk about benchmarking. Yes. Benchmarking means that uh, you're looking at your financials and you're comparing them to other financials within the industry. Uh, Okay. So compare and contrasting to make sure you're well within the industry you're in averages. So you're charging accordingly, making the profit accordingly. That's so smart, Carla. Um, I want to talk about that for a second because in the green industry, when I started six years ago, it if I didn't ask two or three other companies like, hey, how much are you charging and ask these questions, it's like, yeah. there's not like a book you can get that's, I mean, there may be now, but where do, you, where do you come up with these answers of man hour and how much do you charge for this? And are you charging, are you up charging on plant material before you even install it? Like, right. so, so for you to have some of this data points and be able to tell them to your customers, what an advantage, a, a business advantage it is to someone that's your client. Now it's not just a financial advantage. It's a business advantage for somebody to have you as counsel and advice to be able to say, hey, you're actually, you might be making good profit, but you could actually be making much more because you're undercharging as, you know, as opposed to, you know, your, your competitors. I, I think that's a really, uh, that's a really big benefit, Carla, because you, you know, the industry. Yeah, exactly. And those um, clients that are doing very well in one area. So maybe, uh, for example, we have we have a couple of clients. They um, are doing so well with uh, materials. Yeah. We ask them. We say, "Hey, how come you're exceeding this benchmark? It's you're or you're under the benchmark is, and, and with materials, you're spending less yeah. than everyone else. What are your secrets? We take those." And we put them in our toolbox. Mm. So whoever's struggling with materials, we see that they're over the benchmark. We say, hey, do this, this, and that. Right. Um, and we are going to, track again, we have to track the trends to see uh, next month or next quarter, how how are these pivots mm-hmm. working out for them? Are they doing mm-hmm. better? Is it staying, you know, it's a kind of flatlining? Yeah. How is that going? I love that. Hey guys, we want to take a quick second to thank today's show sponsor, Nice Job. If you guys have not checked out Nice Job yet, I think you should immediately, as soon as you're done listening to this episode of the podcast. What we have found with Nice Job across my multiple businesses is they help us have a simple way to get new reviews and make that into marketable material with their reputation management software. So Nice Job, very affordable, amazing results we've gotten almost up to 100 new reviews over the last calendar year because of Nice Job and their software. So you guys make sure you go to Nice Job. So again, thank you, Nice Job, for being a show sponsor of the Down to Business podcast. So yeah, Carla, I love the experience and the expertise you have within you know this field. So let's kind of transition. Now we know uh, some of the services you offer. Um, what does it look like for someone? So, so people listening who are now, their brains are turning. Uh, business owners are like, wow, I am such a need for this. Especially, it's funny because right now, uh, this people who are listening uh, in the future, this is March heading towards April. People are about to get their tax returns, right, Carla? And they're <clears throat> starting to do their first quarter estimates, payroll estimates and payroll tax and all that stuff. All, their first quarter estimates, excuse me. Um, so they're thinking about bookkeeping. They're thinking about these things. What does it look like to work with a company like yours? Like just kind of, you know, briefly talk about 
not necessarily pricing. Uh, you guys are very affordable pricing, but like, what does an onboarding process look like uh, with you guys? Yeah. So um, if a business owner decides to go with us, they, you know, sign the engagement letter. We don't do a contract. It is month to month. So pretty easy on that end. Um, after that, they fill out some onboarding forms uh, and upload that back onto our document management storage system, which is secure. Um, and then we schedule a Zoom call. Okay. And we what we do is we go over every single aspect of their business. Mm. And the reason why we do that, um, and that could be like 30 minutes to an hour, just depending on, on, on the business. Yeah. The reason why we do that is because we want to get to know their business so well, so that when we do their accounting and bookkeeping, we do it accurately um, and how the business owner would like it to be done as well. That makes sense. Once the kickoff meeting is is over, we start services right away, and then um, and then they can expect their monthly financials, uh, the quarterly or monthly meeting. Okay. Soon after. Well, that's that's good mm-hmm. information, so it's not as intimidating. Very hands on. What I love about you guys: very hands on, very transparent, very simple, um, but also you know detailed, which is very important when it comes to this stuff. Carla, before I let you go and we wrap this up, I'm talking. You know, hopefully people have learned a lot about not just your service, but really just why it's important to have a bookkeeper and a, and a CPA that's looking at this stuff. Um, I would recap it as, you know, your business coach, really. Um, the, your financial coach is probably better, not business, but your financial coach. You guys are a service. Um, yeah. Whether it's you guys or somebody else, you know, people could be using this, but make sure that your uh, bookkeeping and CP, CPA is really helping you understand your business, understand your numbers, because you can't, as you've said, Carly, you can't, pivot. You can't project if you don't have the right information. Uh, I had a, I heard a good phrase a few weeks ago from a group I'm in that says, if you have the wrong information, you can't make the right decisions. <laughs> you know, so you could be making decisions based <laughs> off of, you could be making decisions based off of wrong information that makes that, even though it was a good decision, it was the wrong decision because you didn't have the right information. So um, Carla, kind of, if you'll just kind of wrap up with, what do you feel like, let's talk about something like just quickly, what do you feel like you're seeing um, in the market, I guess? Up, like, are you seeing that the the people who, you know, like this is going to be more and more important as we go because, you know, COVID is finally wrapping up, it seems like, but inflation's going crazy. Like, maybe talk about how important it is because of especially inflation as prices are changing and materials are changing. Um, just, I don't know, just kind of give, if you can give like from a financial ex- expert perspective, um, what are you seeing and, and why you, why do you, what would your plea be to somebody, not for you guys necessarily, but please have somebody that is adequate to do this. What would you, what would you say to that person listening? Yeah, that's, that's a good uh, point there, Alex. I think that what we're seeing is material expenses rising, um, labor costs also rising and, and wage, wage increases as, as well as fuel out there. And so having someone doing the bookkeeping and accounting and then advising you on it is mm-hmm. even becoming more important because of that um, decisions that you may have to make along the way to alter your estimating, right? 
And another thing that we've been seeing is moving more towards a subscription-based economy mm. where people are used to having their payments automatically debited and they prefer, prefer that from their account. And so moving um, away from, you know, the net 30 and so on. And so having someone on your side to guide you through that transition as well. Um, and of course, we know, Every day, things are changing with uh, payroll law, tax law, mm. stuff like that, as far as how you pay yourself um, mm. as a business owner. So uh, with that, um, keeping that in mind as well um, as you move towards the rest of the year. Well, that, that's great. I, that's a, I like you saying subscription-based economy because we just changed our landscaping residential services to flat rate comes out the first of the month. We just did that. So that makes me feel good about our decision there. Um, cause we, we felt the same way. We we're, it's nice to have things come out, not have to wonder, Oh, when's this due? Um, and just kind of be, you know, set, set it and forget it type thing. So Carla, I've really enjoyed this episode with you, um, from Carla, again, co-founder of cycle CPA. You can find them, um, at cyclecpa.com. They've got a few packages. If you're interested in using Carla and, uh, her co-founder, uh, Joe, they are out absolutely outstanding people. We've enjoyed working with them. Um, you know, for the several, several months now. And, uh, Carla, can you just kind of give a plug on your social medias and where people can find you? Yeah, no, thanks, Alex. It's been it's been nice working with you too. Um, yeah, I think the easiest uh, way is to go to our website, uh, cyclecpa.com. We also have a, a big Facebook group with over 5,000 members, uh, landscapers. It's called Landscaping Accountant. Uh, so those two would be okay. uh, where you can reach us. Perfect. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Carla, for being on this episode of the Down to Business Podcast. We appreciate your expertise in this area. And anyone listening who's looking for a bookkeeping and accounting firm, uh, not just one or the other, they are the way to go in our opinion, obviously. But if you're using somebody else and they're doing a great job, great. But one piece of advice I give you listeners of the podcast, make sure you're telling your friends who are business owners that this is super important for them in 2022 and beyond. You cannot need this more than ever. As we've talked about in other episodes, this is going to be the most difficult, maybe not the most devastating, but maybe the most difficult year in business we've ever seen with the multifaceted challenges that are coming at us in every arena. And Carla and her team could help you greatly. Um, make it a little bit easier. So again, Carla, thank you so much. And thank you guys. And see you next time on the Down to Business Podcast. Thank you, Alex.